0: This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge
1: on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station.
0: All right, Welcome back. Afternoons on News Talk 770, Rob Breckenridge with you. we got a lot more to get to here today, more time for your calls and your texts as well. I want to spend a few minutes here chatting about the NHL playoffs because it was certainly an eventful weekend and it was uh shall we say a night to forget last night for the Calgary Flames and for Flames fans there was all kinds of excitement going into the first home game of the playoffs and uh well it didn't go so well but I, I think are there some legitimate questions here about whether the Flames are getting uh, kind of a raw deal from officiating certainly I think there was a goal last night with the Anaheim Ducks it was definitely knocked in with a high stick uh, and a lot of maybe uh, missed calls or calls that shouldn't have been calls but we get that every playoff year. Anyway, joining us for some thoughts here in studio, Jock Wilson is with us, the host of Sports Talk with Jock News Talk seven seventy. Jock, how you doing? Uh, is this Rob Breckenridge show or is this the George Norrie show? Are we talking? We're going to cons- get a little conspiratorial. Okay. Well, it was interesting because there was a, a piece in the National Post a while ago where uh, one of their writers is kind of tracking penalty calls against the Flames. Mm-hmm. Both before and after the whole Dennis Weidman incident where he took out a ref and what was going on and what was he trying to do and what should his punishment be? The argument being that after that happened, the refs had it in for the Calgary Flames. Mm -hmm. What do you make of that?
1: You know, I don't believe in conspiracy theories. I, I I will put the referees on a higher pedestal than, you know, some other people do. Hey, I've heard all about the, the Weidman effect and, you know, the, the hashtag, you know, the Weidman effect and, you know, the conspiracy theories out there against the Calgary Flames. The Calgary Flames are a smaller team trying to play a more physical game, and they were the most penalized team in the National Hockey League this season. Uh, was it because they were targeted by the refereeing? Boy, I have a little more faith in the system than that, Rob. Um, so, so I don't buy it, but I can understand where some of the fans are coming from because why did this team go from such a disciplined team under Bob Hartley to such a very indisciplined team, you know, against, uh, you know, this season? So uh, they do take a lot of penalties, and rightly or wrongly, there, there are some questionable calls out there. Let's go back to, to game two. Uh, you know, the penalty on Dougie Hamilton. Was it a penalty? By the letter of the law, it was a penalty. He took his hand off his own stick, and he put it on the stick of the defender. And that's a penalty. I didn't like the timing of the penalty. The timing was horrible. It didn't directly affect the play, but it's a black and white call. It's kind of like when you do a slash and you break somebody's stick, it's a penalty. Right. It's kind of like when you're in your defensive zone you flip the puck over the the boards, that's it's a penalty. It's a penalty. Yep. So, was this a penalty? Yes. Did I like the timing of the penalty? Did it directly affect the outcome of the game? Yes, it did. And and that's, that's the most disappointing thing for me from the Flames perspective.
0: Well, and even I, I saw it yesterday and a lot of people, a lot of Boston fans were angry. That call in overtime. Mm-hmm. That did have a direct impact on the game, and we had an elbow from the Senators player that goes uncalled, and the little glove-in-the-face retaliation gets a penalty in overtime, right? But that's the thing with the playoffs, because the NHL has never come out and said, here's how we're going to change how we call games in the playoffs. There's kind of this understanding of this unwritten rule that you know, let some things go in the playoffs. It's it's officiated differently. So Mm -hmm. when you see a call that's missed and then you see something that is called, there's maybe a lack of consistency, it feels like. And I think that's
1: what's most frustrating to the fans. You, know, you talk about the Boston game, Bruce, Bruce Cassidy, the head coach, he was incensed over that call, and, and, and the timing of that call was was very, very bad, and it directly affected the outcome of the game with a power play goal by the Ottawa Senators. Uh, again, you can go back and let's go to the uh, controversial goal last night. Uh, you thought it was a high stick, and did I think it was a high stick? I thought it was a high stick too, but what was the call on the ice? The call on the ice was a good goal, and so now yeah. they need conclusive evidence To overturn it. And could you conclusively say there was enough evidence to overturn that call? Because I couldn't.
0: Yeah, you're right. Because had the call on the ice been no goal, it probably would have stayed no goal. It would goal. have stayed no goal because there wasn't any conclusive conclu- evidence exactly, the other way. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So it all depends on what happens on the ice. You know, you, you saw Brian Elliott get mad last night, you know, on the game tying goal he thought he was interfered with. Well, you know, that was just Brian Elliott being being mad at himself, <laughs> I think, because that yeah. was not a goaltender interference. You go back to game two, and the non-goal that the Calgary Flames thought they had scored to take the the, the, the lead... <sighs> Again, I'm I'm trying to have not have rose colored glasses on here from the Calgary <laughs> yeah. Flames perspective. I thought it was goaltender interference. I, I would have I would have called no goal on that one. And well, and it, I hate to say that because it, it affected the Calgary Flames.
0: It does. And I think that's what's frustrating from a Flames fans perspective watching these games is not just stuff like that, but just the sense that the team's not playing bad and it just seems though. Yeah. Not just the call, but just the bounces are, are right. going Anaheim's way. It's a 3 nothing series, that it doesn't seem like it's lopsided.
1: Every game is a one-goal game. The Flames have been in every game. The Flames probably deserve better. You know, even last night when it was 4-1, like a lot of fans, I, I was ready to turn the TV off and say, okay, game over. Let's, uh, let's bring on game four. You know, then they score the late goal in the second period. Then they ring one off the post with about five seconds left in the second period. And you're thinking, okay, maybe I better stick around for the third period here and see what happens. I- I'll tell you what. Uh, We can talk about the Weidman effect. We can talk about the conspiracy theory. What does it boil down to? It boils down to great goaltending. Unfortunately, the Calgary Flames have not had great goaltending in in this series. Brian Elliott was really average last night. He has given up a bad goal in every single game. I, I think it's going to be very intriguing. Do you go back with Brian Elliott in Game 4? You're down 3-0. What do you have to lose? Yeah. Do you make the goaltending change? You saw what the Anaheim Ducks did last night. You know, John Gibson was fighting it a little bit. The Flames scored three power play goals. Jonathan Bernier came in. I think Randy Carlisle is going to have a tough decision to make. Does he go back with Gibson? Does he stick with Bernier? What do the Calgary Flames do? Uh, Brian Elliott was brought in to be the playoff guy. He has been the playoff guy, but he hasn't gotten the job done. As I say, I think you can make a case he's given up a bad goal in every game in this series and when you lose by one goal you can't give up a bad goal
0: well I mean it's ironic last year he bailed out Jake Allen in St. Louis Jake Allen has been so lights out in these playoffs exactly I mean you look at yeah Elliot had a slow start in the season and then he just he came on like crazy. Yeah. It was lights but, out. It was but look,
1: amazing. But look at the series. Peck Arena has been great for Nashville. Yep. You know, you look at Cam Talbot. He has been great for the Oilers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you go down the list. You know, wire teams up. Frederick Anderson been great for the Leafs. Yeah. Carey Price, best goaltender on the planet. Uh, you need great goaltending. So I, I'm not going to lay this all on Brian Elliott because I think that would be unfair. But the fact is, he has given up a bad goal in every game.
0: Well. Three nothing hole is bad for any team. Yeah, uh, three nothing hole against a good team like Anaheim, a team that Calgary has historically struggled against, uh, doesn't leave them in a good position.
1: No, I, I would agree with that one hundred percent. And it's been a great ride for the Calgary Flames. And uh, you know, do I think they can come back and win Game Four? Yeah, I do. I think they can win Game Four and force a Game Five. It'd Be great, but can they win in Anaheim twice? No, I don't think they can. So, uh, do I think the series is over? Yes, but do I think they could extend it for one more? I, I think there's a lot of pride in that dressing room when it's uh, when it's all said and done. Uh, back to your. Original question though, uh, do you believe in the
0: Weidman effect? I, I well, when you look at the data, just when you look at the change and how it ties to mm-hmm. that, I mean, there's a compelling case to be made. Mm-hmm. I, I just I, I could understand it if refs had a bias against the players. Yeah. And, and Weidman hasn't been playing, you know, right.
1: for the second half of the season. He hasn't been playing in the. But against playoffs. the whole
0: team, yeah. I, I just I don't know. I I I can't see. It. I can't see refs coming in to a game and just. You know, I got a chip on my shoulder. These dirty Calgary Flames, I hate them. If if Weidman was playing, I, I could say,
1: okay, yes, maybe they they have a, a short memory. And and a lot of it goes I, I go back, you know, when the Flames won a cup in '89, and you know, in the early '90s, they were a team that had a chip on their shoulders, and they had some real players that loved to beak. You know, Theron Fleury loved oh, to yes. beak. Gary Roberts loved to beak. I think that upsets referees a lot more because you know, if you if you have that chip on your shoulder, you're going to probably take some calls against you. Uh, in this case, I'm, I'm hoping it's beyond. I, I, like I said, I, I have a little more faith in the in, in the in the in the system. So I'm hoping the referees do not have the Weidman effect uh, in, in their brain.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. If your team wins, you know you want to be able to to credit your team. If your team loses, you want to be able to say you guys weren't good enough. Mm-hmm. It's the, the frustration of going out of the playoffs and. Blaming the refs—you mm-hmm. y- don't want that kind of a situation. No,
1: and and you know, hey, I, you know, you heard the stories that uh, Brad Trilling threw a chair and broke a chair last night. You know, yeah. so he's he's upset. And and are you going to be upset? Sure, you are. Uh, do you sometimes feel that calls are going against you? Yes. But sometimes you have to look at it realistically as well. And pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and and, and see what happens. So, as I said, I'm not going to lay it all on Brian Elliott. But if I was being realistic about the series and why the Calgary Flames are down, why they are where they are, uh, they haven't had good enough goaltending.
0: All right. Well, you'll have much more tonight, of course, uh, Sports Talk with Jock, but appreciate you spending a few minutes with us here. Anytime. Thanks, Jock. There you go. Jock Wilson, host of uh, Sports Talk with Jock. Weeknights uh, right here on News Talk 770. Much more tonight, obviously, on the situation the Calgary Flames find themselves in and everything else going on in the NHL playoffs, which have been fascinating from a neutral perspective. A series that have been competitive we didn't think would be, like Washington, Toronto. Uh, just the way Nashville's come on and dominated the Blackhawks. Uh, I've been surprised even. I mean, Pittsburgh's a good team. Sidney Crosby, probably the best player on the planet. But just the way that they've kind of rolled over Columbus so far. So it's really been fascinating And so to have four games yesterday and all four games going to overtime. Uh, people who like parity in the NHL, I you're certainly getting it there. All right, 403-974-8255. We're back with more right after this.
1: Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.